Hello and welcome to Finding Peace Within. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness by studying the Word of God, being true to who you are, and doing the necessary things you need to do in order to be at peace with your soul. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on all platforms. Facebook, Lisa Dalton. Instagram, Lisa Dalton. And on Twitter, I am Lisa Dalton. Now, sit back, relax, get your pen and your pad as we take this journey to finding peace within together. Coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. How do I become a real helper? Yes, we were a gift for Adam and it became a job for us because God said, I'm going to make Adam, man, a suitable helper. One that can help him do what I've assigned him to do. Y'all know everybody ain't anointed for everybody. I say I'm anointed for Stephen Dalton. I am anointed for this man. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello everyone and once again this is Lisa, your podcaster for Finding Peace Within. It is the holidays, it is December. Wow y'all, 2020 has come and gone. Where did it go? It went with the COVID. But God is still here, he is still our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and we are still happy to be alive and um you know what we're gonna celebrate in all that he has done for us but you know i was thinking a lot of women may be getting some rings for christmas so for the month of december and january we're gonna talk about what it is uh you have agreed to do when you took that ring and that is to be a wife are you ready to be a wife so you want to be a wife yeah but before we get into the podcast i just want to say thank you again to all my listeners for listening to the podcast thank you my youtubers for subscribing liking and sharing the podcast if it is being a blessing to you that's what we like for you to do share subscribe and like hit that like bell bing bing (laughs) also for the holidays if you want to give someone a gift, you can um, get one of my books and you can get all three actually. Smile, so Show Up, Succeed Every Day. A little bit of honey that will help make your day brighter. You can get my prayer journal. Uh, Finding Peace Within Prayer Journal, A Journey to a Smile. And you can get my latest book, Today's Investment. Here it is right here. Today's investment, tomorrow's return, 25 personal investments that will add value to your life. Um, all three is $17.50. You can just hit me up right down here below. You can see my um, website, findingpeacewithin.org, and you can go there and order the books, and I will send them to you. Um, the next thing I want to do is um, give a shout out to my husband and congratulate him. We have this huge poster, which I will share, and you'll see the picture up there of the Leviticus Singers of Charlotte for the 20 weeks of being um, on the number one Nielsen BDS intern. 
internet panel, Steve Dalton and the Leviticus Singers, for 20 weeks of BDS Radio broadcasting. So we give the Lord glory for that and all the things that he has done and is doing in the life and in the ministry of Steve Dalton and the Leviticus Singers of Charlotte. Uh, look for our new single, uh, not single, the whole album is coming out in 2021. Now let's get into our short word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day and we honor your name. We praise you, oh God. We just thank you for being the Lord and Savior of our lives. We thank you for what you've done thus far. We ask that uh, this teaching on what it means to be a wife, <laughs> our role, and how you designed it to be, will be a blessing and an eye-opener for those who listen to the podcast. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, amen. All right, so also this month I will have um, several guests, single, married, divorced ladies who have, man, look, they still trying to figure it out as as I am. I've been married now um, 14 years. Um, I've been married a couple of times. This is my third marriage, and Stephen and I are doing well by the grace of the Lord, and we are still enjoying being married to each other. But look, hey, the struggle has been real some days. Some days I didn't quite understand what my role was for this husband because every husband requires different things. However, the role and responsibility is still the same for a wife. I heard, um, I was listening listening to a podcast, Israel United in Christ. They're they kind of radical. They're out there. However, the teaching of the word is so solid and I love it. I love it. But Bishop uh, was teaching about marriage and how to avoid having a bad marriage. And there's something he said that was so profound. He said, men teach boys how to be men. Mothers teach boys how to be husbands. Why? Because a mother understands the role of a wife. Yeah. They teach husbands how to be, teach boys how to be husbands because they know as a mom, as a woman, as a wife, the things that they did and the things that they do and the things that wives require. Yeah, but mothers also need to teach ladies, girls, how to be wives as well in the role of a wife. So where where did the role of a wife even start? How did that even come about? Well, I see it this way. God uh, gave a gift to Adam and a job for Eve. That's right. Adam got a gift and Eve got a job. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Genesis, that's where it all started, the beginning. Genesis, this is what, Genesis 2, that's where Adam and Eve's story starts. It says, um, Genesis 2 and 19. Okay, first of all, we know God said it wasn't good for a man to be alone because he was out there, you know, wondering all by himself. He didn't know what to do out there in the garden. He just saw all this stuff and he didn't know what to do. And the Lord was like, well, everything has one of its own kind itself for man. Itself for man. So he said, uh, the Lord, this is um, 2 and 15. The Lord took the man and put him in the garden. And y'all, he didn't even have a name then. His name was man. The Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat. I mean, whoop, 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 whoop. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Let me make sure. Yeah, yeah. So he had already told Adam, you can't eat from the tree of, in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. And the Lord said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So this is really key right here because the Lord had already given Adam the instruction that you should, you can, Hey, you can do whatever you want to do in the garden, but do not eat from the tree of good and evil. He wasn't even created. Because we make it seem like when we hear this story, we make it, it, it's taught as if Eve was there. But no, she wasn't there. She wasn't even, he didn't even have a wife yet. So he had already gotten instructions on how to be in the land they were living in. He already knew what to do. Now the Lord had formed, okay, the Lord said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper, helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them and whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to the livestock, the birds in the sky and all the wild animals. But Adam, now he has a name. Not suit, but for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of man's man's. He keep going back and forth, Adam and man, man's rib, and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib. Mm-hmm. He had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man so he took eve out of the rib and came and sat her in front of adam <laughs> the man said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman for she was taken out of man that is why a man leaves his father and mother and and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame, which means they were not in sin. And so what did God do? He took Eve out of, he took woman out of man's side, out of a rib out of his side. And he set her in front of him and said, here, here's your suitable helper. <laughs> but remember, Adam was already given instructions. There are certain things you can do. You can do whatever you want to do out here in this garden, but you can't eat from the tree of, of knowledge. Let me get that right. Of good and evil. You can't eat from the tree of good and evil for the moment you eat from the tree, you going to die, which means you're going to have sin in your life. But we all know the story right there, right? We all know that it was Eve who, convinced the man to do something God already told him not to do even before she was formed which meant he gave her some type of instructions of what we gonna do in this house so that leads me to this how do you as a woman prepare to be a wife Okay, I'm reading this book, Proverbs 31 Woman, and we all, you know, 
have studied, if you haven't studied, you've heard about being a Proverbs 31 woman. But for the month of January and December, we're going to go deeper into how do I become a Proverbs 31 woman and a real helper to my Adam? How do I become a real helper? Yes, we were a gift for Adam and it became a job for us because God said, I'm going to make Adam, man, a suitable helper, one that can help him do what I've assigned him to do. Y'all know everybody ain't anointed for everybody. I say I'm anointed for Stephen Dalton. I am anointed for this man. So preparing for marriage is like preparing fallow ground. Fallow ground is unplanted ground. There has been no seed. It's just like when you see these new neighborhoods that are going up and the ground is still very muddy and dirty. There's no grass, but they got to go out there and tittle that ground and get it ready and then plant some seeds out there. And if you want a garden, they go out there and they tittle that ground and they plant seed. So when we're preparing for marriage, it's the same way. When we're prepared preparing to be a wife is the same way we go to college we go to high school for 12 years and then we go to college for four and if you want higher education you go for another four and another four before you even begin doing that which you are training for but to be a wife we don't go to school for that we just go into it I don't know thinking that it's going to be a bed of roses and we're going to have sex all day and we're going to eat and then have more sex and then eat and have fun and have more sex and eat. But ain't nobody getting up going to work. But anyway, before one sows seed, the ground has to be tilled, turned over and removing the weeds and rocks of untruth and rhetoric, the weeds of rocks. And what are weeds? Weeds are little things that grow up, look pretty, but there's no substance in a weed. There is no substance in a weed. I call it just pretty grass. That's what a weed is. A weed is pretty grass because there's no substance in there. You have to put manure on the grass. When you tittle the grass, when they when a farmer goes out there and start pulling the weeds out, I do I I do yard work and I pull weeds and I get in there and I dig it all out of out of the cracks and then after I man, let me tell y'all something. Last month I noticed worms in my yard. I'm like, what in the world is this? At first I didn't think anything about it. And then my yard man, Mr. Egypt was there. He came, he comes every other Friday to cut the lawn. And um, he was like, well, Miss Dalton, we're going to have to do something about these grubs. I was like, he said, because if you don't, they're going to eat up your grass. I was like, I noticed these worms out here. And that was a revelation to me because in some places, the grass was green. And then in some places, the grub, and I, and I Googled it to do some research on it. They live under the ground and they were eating my grass where I couldn't even see it. I saw the results from what they did, but I didn't see them until they had literally eaten all the grass. And that's when they surfaced. And that's what happens, women, when we don't prepare to be wives. Things are eating at us. 
on the inside. That worm is eating at us from the inside. And we don't even know that it has eaten all of what our substance is to be a wife until there is nothing left. And now you see, man, the worms has really eaten all my love. All the stuff, that the bitterness that I'm holding toward my husband is because I didn't till the ground. I didn't put seed on it. I had to go get some grub kill. I had to do two treatments to kill those worms. It took about three weeks, but they're gone now and the grass has begun to grow. Yeah, but I had to get out there. I had to do some work. We need to make sure our acquaintances speak words of life, not gossip to us and around us. We have to be sure as we're preparing to be wives that we are around godly women who are not saying, girl, don't you get married. He, man, ain't no good. He gonna make you do so and so and so. He ain't gonna let you do this, that and the other. You know, all men are dogs. I don't even know why you trying to go down that road. No. When you are being prepared for college, nobody's saying, I don't know why you want to be a chef, even though you know you can cook, but you're just going to school to better yourself and to hone in the skill which you already know you have. So don't be around people that's telling you that you don't need to do this when you know you're wanting to do the work required. First, we should seek God. We should seek God before we even think about being a wife. And I'm not saying taking a husband. I'm saying being a wife because the Bible says a man that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Not a man that findeth a girlfriend. A man that findeth a wife finds a good thing. Mm -hmm. That's what the Bible says. So you should already be a wife when he finds you. Yeah, we're going to talk about that too in the Proverbs 31 woman. <laughs> the seed of preparation that uh, I plan to sow will prepare me not only to be a wife, but for the ministry both inside of me and outside of the home. For me and my husband and my children, I will be able to minister to myself. I will be able to minister to my husband. I will be able to minister to my children. And that's the order is you're, you take care of yourself first. You take care of your husband second and you take care of your children next. And most of us have it wrong. We have our children, our husbands, and then ourselves. And some of us have our children, ourselves, and the husbands. <laughs> the husband is last, but that's out of order too. The husband does not, the kids do not come before the husband. If you think about it, the Lord's way, you got married, you got your husband, you got your wife, and then you got your children. But we know that's not always the case. But even then, those kids going to leave. And then it's going to be just you and your husband. And then y'all going to be looking around like, who you? Who that girl? Hoppo, who that girl? <laughs> that's when we're going to be like, who that who, who this husband? What? I didn't sign up for this, but yes, you did. When you made that covenant commitment, when you made not a contract, but when you made that covenant commitment to be this man's wife, you agreed to basically everything that comes along with him. Yeah. What is being a wife? Is being a wife for me? Is being a wife for me? When I, um, 
separated from my second husband, I was like, Lord, I was laying in the bed one day. I was like, Lord, I know I'm anointed for someone. I know I'm anointed to be someone's wife. But this is the thing, Lord, this is the thing. He got to be saved. He can't be saved just for me. He has to be saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost because I'm on this road to salvation. That's where I am. And he needs to be doing the same thing. Filled with the Holy Ghost and loves you, not because I love you, but loves you because he loves you, has a real relationship. And he has to be willing to let Lisa be herself. Because if I can't be me, we going to have problems. And when you are suitable for each other, you're able to be yourself. You don't have to change. When you start changing and becoming somebody else, then that's not a suitable helper, even for you. Because when we are given, when he finds us the wife and we are suitable together and y'all know, um, when it says don't be unequally yoked, doesn't necessarily mean you, you, um, are married to someone who doesn't believe in the Lord. Cause you can both believe in the Lord and be unequally yoked. Your morals are different. Your, your goals are different. Your views and life are different. Yeah. Here are the things we're going to talk about. Who taught you about being a wife? Who taught you how to be a wife? What does being a wife look like in your eyes? What did a wife look like for me? In my eyes, it was my mom who got up, took care of my dad, cooked breakfast, cooked dinner. Even, you know, of course they had 11 kids. My dad had to take, do his part. My mom did her part, but she served my dad. How are you preparing to be a wife? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. What are your characteristics? Number one, for a wife, you got to love the Lord first. You got to have a relationship with him. And then you have to be disciplined. When we begin to practice discipline and self-control, we will have less trouble submitting to God. By learning to submit ourselves to God, we will have no trouble submitting our lives and ourselves and our goals and our will to our husbands. And we're going to talk about that word submission too. And we as women and wives should know the characteristics of a prepared man so that when we will, so that we will not be easily fooled by any man claiming us as his wife in the name of the Lord. Adam was already given his responsibility. He already had a place to live. He was already given the instructions by the Lord. But he didn't have anyone to help bring that ministry forward. So God made a woman that was suitable for him. Our behavior, which builds our character, affects every area of our lives. Our character and our behavior. When we take on the characteristics of Christ, as this woman does in Proverbs 31, we will become established in all things from our physical body, our finances, and our careers to our relationships. I've heard um, single women say, well, what about me? Am I, am I going to be able to do what I want to do and have my own career? Absolutely. But you got to do it the right way. I want you to consider these things as we talk about 
so you want to be a wife? Do I have the inner strength to suffer with him and vice versa? Does he have the inner strength to suffer with me? Because when the fun runs out, what do you do then? A lot of us say, I want to marry somebody that I can have fun with. Well, what happens when the fun stops? Think about that. What are the intangible qualities, not the things on the surface? What, what, what's the intangibles that you have to give to him? We always say, well, what is he bringing to the table? Well, what are you bringing to the table? A wise woman prepares her heart to serve. Are you patient? Are you mature enough to help him heal in his own pain? Are you spiritually mature to help him in that area? Are you kind? Not nice, but are you kind? Do you feel valued? Therefore, you can make him feel valued. Are you trustworthy? Can he trust you with his heart? Are you smart enough for him to be intrigued with your thoughts, with your brain, with your intellect? Yeah. Or are you just a dumb doornail? A doorknob. Mm -hmm. Are you challenging him to think higher? Can he introduce you to his mother? Can he bring you around the house? Uh, are you, I ain't going to say, but you know what I'm saying. Are you ready to step inside, step aside and let him lead? Especially if you've had your own for years. Are you ready to step aside? Will you let him draw the line in the sand and say, no, this is not what we're going to do. Or are you going to fight him on what you need to do? On what you want to do? Will you support his vision and his dreams? Is your lap a safe place for him to lay his head? Or are you going to be like Delilah and tell everybody his secrets? Are you secure in your position in his life? Or are you insecure? My husband goes to the studio and he stays for hours. He was gone all day Friday. Got back like 8.30. I wasn't texting him and saying, where you at? When you come home? I probably did that when I was married the first time. Because <laughs> I was young and immature. Was not ready for marriage. Wasn't ready to be a wife at 23. I was still a very insecure little girl. And how does you, how do you make him feel? Not about how does he make you feel, but how do you make him feel? Does he feel good coming home to you? Or would he rather be on the rooftop than to be inside with a nagging woman? Yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. All you that are getting rings for Christmas and New Year's Day, are you ready to be a wife? Yeah. So join me. Join me for the month of December and January as we discuss what it is you need to do to prepare to be a wife. This has been Lisa, your host of Finding Peace Within. Let's close out with a quick prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor you. We praise your name. Lord, we know in your word you gave us to Adam. And yes, it is a job. But when we are suitable for each other and rightly put together, we are able to grow and be each other's supporters. So give us the right things to do and the wisdom that we need 
to be that wife, that Proverbs 31 wife that you have already anointed us to be. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. And as I always say, go make it a wonderful week. Be safe, you all. Be safe. Remember, a centered soul is a centered mind. Love you all. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. Now remember, you can always connect with me on social media. Facebook under Lisa Dalton. Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. Instagram, Lisa.Dalton. And LinkedIn, Lisa L. Dalton. Visit my website, findingpeacewithin.org, where you can read some of my blogs, find the books that I've written, listen to previous podcasts, and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember, to find peace within, a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed.